We are live with ZDORX, that's spelled Z-D-I-O-R-X, all caps. But listen up when he's talking, because there is no cap. All right, welcome to CHH Hysteria. I am your host, Cole. I'm your co-host, Cooper. Thank you for coming on, bro. Oh, dude, of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, it's been it's been a bit. I mean, we've been trying to do this, so I'm excited that we actually have gotten a chance to do it. So yeah, before we go in too deep into the questions, I just want to give you a bit to introduce yourself, say whatever you want to say for people that might not know who you are or might not be too familiar uh, with you. Yeah, so I'm ZDRX. I'm 18 years old, just out of high school, literally just graduated uh, in June. Uh, I am from Sacramento, California. Shout out NorCal. Um, and yeah, man, that's just kind of a little bit about me. I make rap, hip hop, uh, making some pop right now, just uh, doing a whole bunch of different genres that I've been working on. So I, I like to consider myself an artist and not just a rapper. Hey, you heard that he's an artist, not just a rapper. Be sure to respect that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you, you consider yourself an artist, like you said. So what what do you want to accomplish with your career like what are some of your like long-term goals you know yeah so um i've only been saved i've only been a christian for three years i've been in the like chh bubble of music for like two years and even before i was saved uh, i was making music it wasn't as good it was honestly just trash um but my goal has always been with that um just throwing out encouragement and letting people they're not alone. So then when I got saved, that um, that kind of that message continued. But also it, it got tied in with, hey, like, I want to encourage you. I want to love on you because Jesus loves you and because Jesus died for you and cared about you so much that he carried a cross for you. Yeah, I love how, like, it's interesting that your, your mission before you were saved was very similar to what it's after, like it tied in super well. That's super interesting. Mm -hmm. You don't hear that too often, mm -hmm. I feel like. So that's, that's super unique. Um, and that kind of goes into the next question of like, you know, like, you know, through time, going through different things and like, you know, mm -hmm. just the music industry really, um, this, these are all things that can really change people. Uh, but like, what are some of your values that you have now or that when you started out with that you don't want that you want to keep no matter how far you make it in life no matter how big you get as an artist you know like what are some of those mm -hmm. yeah i'd say like a good like value that i've kept through my music and getting saved is like creating positive and encouraging um, music like and opening up about struggling and opening up about our struggles um even as christians we're not perfect we go through things we go through depression anxiety fear um, mental health struggles, physical struggles, and just being open about like my life specifically and being like, hey, like I was addicted to drugs or I was depressed or I grew up in a broken home and just continuing to be open in that and encouraging people through that. So uh, when did you actually like start rapping and then when did you find out that this is something that you want to pursue? Yeah, so it's actually, it's funny to me now, but I actually like, found out that I could freestyle because me and my bros at the time, we would always go to our friend's house and we'd sit in a garage and we would all just smoke pot. And while we were high, we'd start freestyling. And so one time somebody was like, hey, dude, you're actually pretty good at this. Like you should you should try and pursue it. And I laughed it off and was like, yeah, you're funny. Like 
not for me. Like, it's just something I do whenever, you know, I'm high, like I'm good. And then people kept bringing it up to me. And I was like, you know what, fine. Like, I'll give it a chance. Didn't know anything about music. Didn't know what mixing and mastering was. Uh, didn't know about good quality equipment. Didn't know how to write a song. Had to learn everything from scratch. And so um, I started out there. And so see like where God has taken me and progressed me um, has changed so much um, that that passion hasn't gone away. That passion has stayed with me through this whole time of music. But God has just um, taken a passion and turned it into a calling. Um, and that's what I always tell people is my passions have lined up with my calling. Um, and so I've just continued to do it, but I'm doing it for a purpose now and doing it for something higher than me. So so, um, so then through this time, how has music, or how has making music helped you grown spiritually? Yeah, that's, a, that's an amazing question. I think that allowing myself to just kind of vent um, and kind of like, like some people journal, some people like do voice messages and they record like their thoughts or they put them down. Like for me, a big part of like being on a track or recording music is this is me like kind of talking to God. It's almost kind of sometimes a prayer for me of like my time with God and communicating with them. And there's sometimes I'll record a song and, you know, I probably won't release it. But like I can think of this one song where I was just angry. And I was just upset and I was just kind of like, God, like, why, what are you doing? Um, and it's, it's used my way to vent. And um, also, I think another aspect is meeting the people that I've met through music. Um, shout out to Danny J, Danny Dripstar, one of my best friends. Uh, we literally live thousands of miles away. He's in Kansas City, Missouri. I'm in California. And we talk almost every day. We FaceTime almost every night and just like chop it up and talk about, hey, like, what are we going on? What's going on in our life spiritually? Um, and we talk about apologetics, uh, theological arguments, stuff like that, just like really to grow us and sharpen us spiritually. Uh, the Bible says iron sharpens iron. So God's given me a community to do that through music. But no, that's super, super dope. I'm just curious. So you said... You um you would sometimes like record music and then not release it. How many tracks have you think you've like written and recorded and not released? <laughs> so I know this. There's 18. No, that's more now. There's about 25 tracks completely done that will be released at some point. I think there's about 30 to 40 that I was just like, eh, no, it's not good enough. Or like, it's just kind of not like for everyone like it's kind of for me so there's so definitely like to, ooh, is that 30 to 40 is that an extra 30 to 40 or like yeah yeah wow. okay continue. so there's like 25 tracks that i have sitting on a hard drive that are going to be released and there's about like 30 to 40 that are just like didn't make the cut or i don't feel like are good enough or like we're just like songs where i was venting dang 30 to 40 extra ones that's crazy i did not expect <laughs> that i was expecting like five or six yeah. man i'm always working <laughs> that's good that's good yeah so like it's really important to have that person to talk about that stuff um and it's always good to make to help help yourself with music and stuff like that like i said mm -hmm. so what are some goals whether musically or personal or personal goals mm -hmm. that you are hoping to accomplish within like the next four or five years yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna start personally i think personally like i'm just fresh out of uh, high school, like literally graduated not even a week ago. Four days ago was my graduation day when I walked the stage, got my diploma. 
Um, I think one of my goals personally is to, a lot of people don't know this about me that are like in the CHH bubble, but pursue pastoral ministries and pursue um, a degree in theology and get my pastorals degree. Um, that's something that's been on my life for a while outside of the music. Like that is something I want to do. And I think it ties into the music. I think it um, is something that I want to pursue and God has put on my life. I don't know when, but at some point down the road in the near future, um, I think that's definitely one of my goals. Um, another one of my goals is to help a church plant down in South Lake Tahoe, um, getting down there and just pursuing that. Uh, I think music wise, one of my goals is I'd really love to do full-time music. Um, I'd really love to uh, that be like my main finances and be able to travel and be able to do all that. Um, specifically this uh, summer, I want to travel. I want to go to specifically um, Atlanta, uh, SoCal, and Texas, and then also Portland, Oregon, which is basically my second home, and set up shows and do some shows there. Um, also work with some of the artists down there, like uh, in Texas, 350. Um, LA, I'm hoping to work with Joey Vontes, uh, if the Lord allows it, um, and just getting around, uh, meeting people, connecting, networking. Um, and yeah, I think those are those are a few of my personal and music goals. Hey, be sure to stop close to Iowa next time. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. No. we're going to make it happen. <laughs> For real. For real. Um, so, yeah, so it's super important to um, have those goals. And that's like those are quite a few really big goals, but I, I think you can probably make them. Um, so out of those goals that you just said, which ones are you working on like the most right now or seems the most prominent? Definitely. A Music-wise, definitely the traveling aspect and getting around. Um, I actually, I have a show July 30th in LA um, with Caleb Tucker. Uh, and then uh, Atlanta is also on the schedule for July. I don't know if that's going to happen just because of finances and work. Um, but I was actually invited out to the uh, Rabzilla thing that they're doing, like the EP thing. Um Shout out Mark Stevie for throwing out an invite and saying that can happen. Um, so I'm gonna try and get there. Um, the other one, the other one for personal is pursuing that theology and pastoral degree. Um, that's definitely up next on the agenda. I don't know when that's gonna be, whenever God tells me to, but I'm super excited for that um, because it's something that I'm passionate about is theology. Um, and the Bible. I think uh, every Christian should be passionate about the Bible, but specifically, yeah, I can't talk. Theology and apologetics is something that I'm very passionate about. So, um, are you going to college? So, you just graduated. Are you planning on going to mm -hmm. college next semester, or are you just kind of waiting it off for a bit to see when? Yeah. So, <laughs> I was enrolled in a college but I, I was committed and then I backed out because <laughs> hmm. I was like, you know what? I kind of got cold or like kind of got cold feet and was like, eh, I don't know. Um, so right now I'm kind of waiting on the Lord to answer some prayers um, and kind of give me the, hey, I want you to stick around or I want you to go do music or I want you to go to college right now. I'm kind of waiting on that. Um, so right now, I don't know. I'm just kind of waiting on the Lord. So what does your creative process look like then? It looks so different every time. Um, it looks so different every time. Uh, I think usually it's like um, Gabe the homie or um, 
Wow Eli or who who else am I working with right now? I cannot think. Jesse Calentine or uh, some beat maker, uh, Prod by Calm. Like they'll send me beat packs, and I I'm very picky about my beats. Like I can like one beat out of one pack, and then all of them are just like, eh, they're not trash, but they're not for me. Um, and so I have to find that specific one. And once I found it, like I'll hone in on it. And what I do, like most people nowadays, they just like, they turn their mic on and they do the melody in their mic and then like fill it in. I just don't work like that, which is really weird because everyone works like that now. I like will sit there and like, will write out the lyrics like to the whole song and then I'll have the whole song done and then I'll record it um, without the melody in there, without anything in there. Like I'll just sit there and, and think about it and think about it and then just boom, it'll be there. I'll record it. Um, I usually send it to a few of my friends who aren't like that technical in the music world. And then I'll send it to some of my artist friends. Be like, hey, like, what do you like? What don't you like? Go back. Um, once they've given me some critiques, change it up a little bit. Um, I usually send it to like Mark Stevens, uh, Mission, um, Danny, and then uh, just a few of my friends. Go back, take their advice, kind of change it up a little bit. Sometimes I won't because I'm like, ah, I want to keep that. Um, and then send it off to be mixed uh, by Gabe Dahomey of LLC Flame. We'll work it out. We'll usually kind of get on a FaceTime or he'll just do it and send it to me and be like, what do you want changed? Um, and we'll go from there. And then usually I'll have a whole song done by then. Nice, nice. Yeah, so I think that um, creative process is super unique, kind of what you said. Um, so what are you trying to do to make yourself seem like more unique? And like the the music space, so like st make yourself stand out. Like, what are some of the things you're trying, whether musically, lyrically, or even behind the scenes? Yeah, um, I was actually just on the phone today with uh, a buddy of mine, and we were talking about that. We're like, well, what makes ZDRX ZDRX, and what makes me stand out? Um, I think a very specific thing that I do is like when I do my promotions for my songs, I don't just like, oh, here's a song drops this day, like. We try to, the whole team that I got behind me, we try to cultivate something and we try to make something. So for example, when we dropped at the party, um, we had this whole thing of like, um, shoot, what was it? I just had it. <laughs> wow, I just had it. Um, we did this whole promo and it was like, well, Dior Fluta, or no, wait, we drove. Oh my gosh, it's been so long. That song has been out for almost a year. We had this whole thing where me and my bro, uh, Drew, we went on a road trip to meet up with Rich Tyler for the music video in Oregon from California. And we got lost, we got lost. And so we ended up in Nevada or Utah and we're like, yo, like, y'all, we need your help to, to get to Washington. Like we can't get a hold of Rich Tyler and stuff like that. When we dropped, um, Sideshow was a little different cause uh, Danny Riguez is in South Korea right now. He is in the army serving. So thank you to him for serving. Um, but like with, uh, running, we just had fun with it. Like we were just like, Hey, like guys have fun with your friends. And the whole music video was shot on an iPhone and we went out to the mountains and just shot this super fun video. And so I think specifically, I try to be super unique with my promos. Um, when it comes to the music, uh, I think I'm trying to carve my own lane and trying to, trying to be myself. Uh, I'm very open about like my story and what I've been through. Um, as with a broken home and my dad not being in the picture um, with drugs and uh, talking about like my struggle with Xanax. Um, 
I'm trying to be very open in the music of like, hey, like, we're gonna struggle. Like your struggle is okay. Like it's, it's understandable. And I'm just here to encourage you and be like, yo, like, we all are gonna struggle with different things. We all go through stuff. And um, I think that's where the difference is because there's nothing wrong with this. I, I think it, it has a place in, um, in CHH where it's like, you know, super encouraging godly music, which is needed. Um, but I'm trying to be almost kind of the opposite. I'm trying to be real, like, just be like, yo, like, let's talk about life. Like, let's be real. Like, this is life. But still have that encouraging part of like, yo, God is good. And God loves you so much and so dearly. Um, and just like embrace that part as well. Yeah, I think, um, you know, being transparent in your music is always mm-hmm. a really good thing. And it's always like, it, it always uh, it always makes me like the songs more is when they're more transparent and stuff. And a lot of times, like the favorite songs on like albums are like the more slow or like sad mm-hmm. ones, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, kind of going into um, just kind of like other stuff. Uh, before you retire, who are some people that you would want to collab with, whether that's like, it doesn't have to be CHH, it can be really anything. Yeah. So I feel like saying this, and I don't know if I'm supposed to, but I'm going to say it. One of them was Tori Deshaun, and bro hit me up. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, I hit him up, he hit me up, which was like humbling and honoring. And was like, yo, bro, you're hard. Like I want to do a song. So this is like the first official me saying this. There's a song with me and Tori Deshaun. Um, I think some people in CHH, I really would love to work with. Um, another one is Holvi, which that, I can't talk about that. Um, but Holvi, um, I want to work with few. Uh, Miles Minnick and I have one. That's like big bro. I love that man. Um, Joey Vontes, really want to work with him. Um, and um, Mikey J, really want to work with Mikey J, Scotty Watt, um, all of them. Some people outside of CHH, I have a friend who's like with internet money. His name's Tux. Uh, so I really want to work with him, really want to work with internet money. I just feel like that'd be a super sick collab um, to do. Uh, also want to work with the Kid Leroy. That would just be sick. Um, that's definitely up there. Um, also, Kendrick Lamar, just for the West, man. I would love to work with Kendrick Lamar. Um, but those are just a few. Bro, you heard it. CHH uh, Hysteria exclusive, Tori X, Zedorex. That's that's good, bro. That's, that's exciting. Um, and, I mean, who doesn't want to work with Kendrick, right? <laughs> Seriously, <For real>. dude. <laughs> who wouldn't? But, bro, you just dropped uh, Whoa with Raw B, yeah. which was really good. And I love I love the feature. Um, but what are some of your music plans for the rest of the year? You know, you don't have to give away too much, but a little sneak no, peek. Oh, yeah. Um, so, hmm, we, you already know, Song with Tori is coming out this year. Um, what else? I got, I've been uh, kind of meddling in different genres. So I got a hyper-pop song coming out. I think it's next month. I got to double check that, but I believe that's July. It's coming out. Um, just like doing stuff like that, doing a lot of music videos. Uh, like I said, like trying to tour a lot of features. Um, but yeah, man, uh, some collabs. I'm not going to say who, 
with some collabs on the way. Just a lot of music is coming. I've kind of had like a slow 2021, but there's a reason for that. So the wait is almost over. The flood is coming. Man, you said like 25 to 30 songs were done. So I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how many weeks coming. we got left in 2021. No, seriously. That's, that's crazy. I'm excited for all this stuff that you got dropping, bro. Um, so before we go, I just want to ask you a little bit about Woe, since you just dropped mm -hmm. that last week, right? Or was that two yeah. weeks ago? So I think it what was, was it? It wasn't, it wasn't too long ago. No, nah, um, it was... Yeah, just want to tell us a little bit about that song, you know, like what it's talking about, yes. maybe like the story behind it, how you got in contact with Rob B, kind of all that stuff, you know? Yeah, of course. So, <laughs> what was a process? Oh my gosh, this one brought me so much stress. <laughs> but it all worked out in the end. So in August, last August, on the week of my birthday, I flew out to Portland because I have some family in Portland. Um, and I was going to see them and Lady Benji found out that I was there and him and I are super good friends. And he was like, yo, bro, like you trying to come to the studio. And I was like, yeah, bro. Like, am I an idiot? Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so got in the studio with him and I'm trying to find beats. I'm on my laptop and I was like, you know what? Scooty Wop just dropped a whole bunch of beats. Why don't we check there? I go to Scooty Wop's beat stars. I'm looking through it. And this one with Meg the Stallion was on it and I skipped it because I was like, nope, we're not doing that. I don't want to make the stallion type beat. So I'm still looking, got to the end. There was nothing. I was like, you know what? Fine. Click the Meg the Stallion beat. And it was the woe beat. And I was like, yo, this is really the one. Like we started bopping. We started freestyling. I was like, this is the one. So we got, we got the beat, bought the lease. And Benji just goes, hey, bro, let me do the hook. And I was like, oh, bet. No, my name's going to you with the whoa, does the hook just like that. And I'm like, uh, okay. But I only have 30 minutes before I got to go home. And I was like, bro, I don't know if I'm going to have time to write this verse. He goes, bro, just do it. Just write it. You'll be good. I write the whole verse 10, 15 minutes tops because I'm rushed. So I write the verse and I record it. And he goes, bro, like, this is your hardest verse. This is super good. And I don't really like, like at that point, I was starting to lean back from trap and do more melodic stuff. So I was like, eh, I don't know, and I don't know. Um, got it done, got it out of the way. And then he was like, hey, bro, like, let's put Robbie on this. And I was like, bet, I can't afford his feature price. <laughs> he goes, oh, don't worry, like Robbie's like a friend. Uh, they actually have a song uh, called Good Night by Robbie and Liddy Benji. So he, call, he calls Robbie down in Atlanta. And he's like, yo, bro, like, could you do this feature for Z and I? And he was like, of course. So I think about, Two, three months later, I got the verse back, uh, sent it to get mixed. It gets mixed. And I was just sitting on it because I really wanted to do a video for it. But it really wasn't realistic for me to do so because uh, Benji's in Portland in a state above me. Then Robbie's half across the world in Atlanta. <laughs> um, so they wasn't really realistic. So I sat on the song for a while, just like hoping that it would happen. And it never happened. Um, maybe in the future, it could happen. Um, and so finally was like, you know what? I'm dropping it. The people have been waiting for too long. Uh, literally like I hit up ghosty, uh, who does, he makes music too, but he also does graphic design. I was like, Hey bro, like I'm kind of in a rush. Could you get this done in a week? Sent him the money. He gave me the fire cover art. That cover art is insane. Uh, within like a day or two, 
um, uploaded it, dropped it, and now we're here. It's one of my favorite songs I've gotten to work on uh, in the past that um, I'm just, I was super excited to share it. I was just waiting on that timing and waiting to see if the music video could happen. Yeah, that makes sense. That's cool. Um, yeah, that sounds like a, that's, that's super dope. I like that. I like that story, uh, that process. Uh, you said it was only your favorite songs you've recorded. What would you say your favorite song you have recorded is? Or could you not even pick one? <laughs> My favorite song I've recorded. Or worked on, whatever. Okay. Uh, I think mm, favorite song that I've recorded is definitely like, my hyper pop one it was super unique super different um i think that's why it was like my favorite is it was so out there and so different from anything i've done before uh, i think uh my songs that are out though probably till the end that one has a crazy story i went to la didn't even realize danny Riguez was 20 minutes down the road from me and i'm supposed to do this studio session with llc flame and I call him and I'm like, hey, bro, like, aren't you, don't you live in Long Beach? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, I'm in Long Beach. And we drove to Loma Linda, which was two hours away, met up with LLC and made till the end. Hey, yeah, LLC, I, but not LLC. Um, till the end, I think is probably my favorite song by you. So that's, that's cool. <laughs> uh, so far, at least. But um, before I go, we just have um, two more questions for you. The first one is, um, are there any questions that you would have asked that we did not ask you that you would like to? Ooh, let me think. No, I, I think uh, I think we covered mostly everything. Hey, nice, nice. So we like to do like a little bit of a sillier question at the end. Um, okay. So what the heck not? So, how many chickens would it like full size, full grown chickens okay. would it take to kill an elephant? You have to and defend your, your answer. answer. Hmm. Full-grown chickens. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go... Dang, elephants are huge. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with seven. <laughs> seven? Yep. Why? That's my lucky number. That's your lucky number? I can see that. Seven. I always say seven for everything. Seven for everything. I think, what about I think like they got seven, it? seven times chickens? seven? Like 49, you know? That may work. I don't know. I think seven would be fine, though. All right, all right. Cooper, what do you think? I'm thinking 700, man. Like, 700? Yeah. It could. The the elephant's just going to stomp on them. I got got faith that seven could do the job. They're just pecking its feet. Yeah, I think I'm going with Z here, bro. Like, we had had a rooster once that was the most aggressive thing in the world. Dude. Like, I think that one rooster could beat an elephant. Like, no problem. <laughs> Dude, they're, they're aggressive, scary. so you got That's a point true. there. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Cooper, you, you going crazy. Hey, you heard it from the man. Seven chickens to beat an elephant. Uh, be sure to leave a comment uh, about what you think about Z, about what you think about chickens, all that stuff. <laughs> and be sure to subscribe and follow um, Z on socials. Is that just at Z D I R R X? Yep, just all at right. Z D R X. Bet I will. Uh, I will be adding that in the description as well as check out his music. I'll also add that in the description. Until next time.